What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 69th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton, and with me today is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? It has been, it feels like it's been forever. How have you been? Yeah, I think it's been like two weeks. I mean, not yeah, quite two forever, weeks. but about, about two weeks. Um, oh, we did play League, though, by the Like, we played League together. We played League, then. lost a bunch of League together. Yeah, we did do that. Objectively, my fault. Uh, you know, it's mixed. It's mixed. Whenever you're in a group, you always get put up against people like singles that are way higher MMR than you. So, right. So if they're in my lane, I'm basically screwed. Yeah. Like that. So it, it always ends up like making it unfun sometimes whenever you are in a group, especially if you're in a bigger group. So, mm. cause we had four people, so it was kind of stacked against us. Anyways. It also, it didn't help that I out of spite left my lane and just kind of went and did my own thing well i mean when you're dealing with the caliber of supports that you were dealing with like you know it kind of makes sense that you do that true yeah yeah but so anyway yeah um but yeah back and uh glad to be definitely interested in all of the the genshin news that has come out lots of good stuff some questionable stuff but overall, we'll really talk about that stuff. in the second half. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I will leave it be, but uh, just prefacing for now. But yeah, other than that, you know, um, playing, you know, some some mobile games and stuff like that. Nikkei, hop back in on that. Shout out to Ran for pushing me into that one again. Um, nice. But yeah, that's about it. What about you? Um, just literally grinding out every single thing. Uh, we did. I did Kaya's hangout. It's really good. Uh, I was a Kaya hater before I did it, and now I'm a Kaya lover, so I started building Kaya. Oh, God. Now I'm going to start saving up Star Glitter for his constellations and stuff like that. Um, listen, dude, it, when I don't know if like you pay attention when but you do the Hangouts. I'm going to do it. I, I, I do, and so I'm going to do it, but I just can't imagine anything turning me into a lover of him. Like I, I It just makes him, him... Like, he... he you know how, like, Alhaitham is, like, a jerk... But it's, like, bearable. Yeah, because he's a charismatic jerk. Right. Kaya is just a flat-out jerk until you do his hangout, and then you, like, you see, like, a side of him that's you don't see in any other part of the game. <laughs> well, we'll see. I'll be the judge of that whenever it happens, so we'll find out. Honestly, I told everybody else that mm-hmm. after I did it, I actually related a lot to him. Really? Like there's one part of the hangout where mm-hmm. he you kind of drag him in to mm-hmm. helping like a bunch of people. Yeah. And he gets them together and like he's the catalyst for it, but then like once he gets them started, mm-hmm. he just like quietly walks away and like lets them figure it out on their on his own because he doesn't want to like do the he doesn't want to like get involved. Mm-hmm. So he's just like I'm going to go hang out and like chill out now while you guys do your thing mm-hmm. and i kind of resonated with that right like he doesn't want to do like <laughs> all like the he doesn't want to get involved too much he did enough just to get it started so he could let other people like mm-hmm. i don't want to say like do all the work because they want to do the work right like they want to get their you're, hands dirty you're and... you're the catalyst for a for a friend group or activity basically right correct yes yeah. yep yeah 
So you're you're saying so, you're you're exactly like Kaya, basically. That's, that's what <laughs> I wouldn't say exactly. I, like I can't it, wait but... till Halloween rolls around and I open the door and and you're just going to be there cosplaying as Kaya. So. <laughs> <laughs> what a sight! You know, I can do it. It'd be like a really cheap cosplay. There you go. You know, you eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but other than that, it's in Genshin. It's just. I'm trying to farm every Prima Gem I can so I don't miss out on Yolan's second rerun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's I'm, I'm gearing up for Fontaine. I've, I've, I have, like, a bunch of resources saved up so that, like, I can go in and, like, have basically a character from start to, like, start to finish right away as soon as we get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly just super excited to get into the new area and start exploring and nice. diving underwater, so... Well, are you sure you want to go for Yolan? Because we have Discount Yolan coming up soon. Discount Yolan. Discount Yolan. Yeah. Who's the Who's on the second banner? I forget already. It's uh, what? What is uh, Linny's sister? What is Lynette? Yeah, but she's well. Yeah, but she's You get a free one of her. Yeah, I discount her because she has the run and mark feature. Oh, fair, fair, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I still need to land. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I, that, like... I just thought, I just, whenever I saw that move, I was like, really? This is exactly yeah. Yolan's move right here. <laughs> I think it's cool, right? Because, like, now people get to experience that for free. But at yeah, the same time... Yeah, they do it in a different way. Uh, I'm it not just seems a fan lazy. of recycled content, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm just a little bit disappointed because this whole time... Like, I think a, a lot of other players, mm-hmm. they think of Yolan as, like, a five-star Sing Cho. And while mm-hmm. they fill the same role, mm-hmm. they're they're actually, like, a lot different. And they don't actually... They work better together on the same team than they do in separate teams. Yeah. So... I mean, like, they are, I mean... I agree with you. Like they're they're not the same, but as far as like they are both very good hydro applicators, right? Correct. So, yeah. So like it, at least for that purpose, they are both very good at that. But yeah, there is definitely a strategic value to each one that is unique for sure. Yeah. So now, like when I get her, I know her best team is literally Sing Cho, Hu Tao, mm-hmm. and Zhang Li. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, now I need to get hu tao which i want to collect them all God. anyway it's just God. are you sure it's just, you want to do that didn't you <sighs> you heard me whenever i told you like i went hard on hu tao like hard on her yeah and i never play her now because her play style is just so annoying i think i think i'll be okay because i i play with Shao, where he just mm-hmm. loses health constantly mm-hmm. in his burst yep so i think i can maintain the health just fine and not get annoyed because I kind of do the same thing with Shao. Now it's not as bad because Shao's, I know Hu Tao's strength relies on her health being low where Shao just loses health. Right. So you can just out heal the damage with Shao with Hu Tao. You can't really do that. You have to balance. Yeah. That's exactly the, the pain part. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like there's rotations that you get into and stuff like that, but it's just another thing to watch. And especially with, um, some of the abysses, the late, late game abysses, it just gets, oh, it's man, like just yeah. another thing. And I'm just yeah. like, Ugh. Um, but that being said, like, there are things I like about her play style for sure. And overall, I do appreciate her play style because it's different, 
right? And there yeah. are lots of people that really love Hu Tao. So I, I am not b- by any means saying, like, this is a bad character design. I think it's actually good and diverse and different. But for me, it's just too much of a pain. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. more more power to you. But, yeah, just I would definitely, like, whenever you pull on her, I don't know how many copies you're planning on going. Um, but definitely, um, like, a C2 is, is her big power spike. Um, so It really depends on who she reruns with. Right. Well, that's all I'm saying is, I guess, just, like, whenever you get, like, your first copy of her, mess around with her playstyle then and just make sure you really want to invest in her. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, no review reading this week. Uh, if you guys listen, if you guys want us to read reviews and other characters' voices, Pharaoh loves to do it. That's why he's he hasn't missed a single day on this. Just podcast. not as much as you, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it helps out the show. Leaving reviews is great for us. Um, lets us know what we're doing well and what we're uh, what you feel like we could do better. So, uh, leave your thoughts on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the show. Um, and helps the show out a lot. Yeah, we're on Twitter at HoyoCast. We're also on Twitch, or I, I don't even know why I keep saying this. I've I've taken a, a small break from streaming because my living situation is changing mm-hmm. very abruptly. Um, but also on Twitch at HoyoCast, Discord.me forward slash Residence. I uh, have a lot of lovely people joining the Discord. Yeah. Um, it's a good time if you need to farm literally anything in Fontaine when it drops. I think our Discord is a really good place to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's super friendly. Not everybody pulls on characters as soon as they drop. Uh, so there's plenty of people in there that are probably not going to be farming materials right away. So yeah, um, it's a good place to be. So Yeah, whenever a new region drops, those kinds of communities are critical because you're trying to farm up like crazy. But yeah. uh, also, uh, just to reemphasize, definitely go show Rand some love on Twitter. You know, he's keeping it real over there. And, uh, Heck yeah. He does it just for the love of it, so more power to him. <laughs> yeah, he's doing God's work over there. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the news, and there's a lot. Um, we have a new version of what would have been, like, Fontaine's version of the Sumeru Adventure Journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Steam Bird Special Edition. Uh, there are three editions, so we're going to go over each one. Um, just letting you know, though, for whatever, you know... For whatever sake, these are probably going to contain, like, light spoilers. Like, if you Mm. care about what the world looks like or you want to go in completely blind, this is going to touch on some of those things. We're going to talk about what they show and some of the mechanics. So, um, yeah. Yeah. If you want to show up like a wide-eyed baby, turn it off now, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Unless you watch the live stream program, like, they're not going to really give us anything different. Yeah, yeah. You've already seen enough. Special edition one of the Steam Bird, the Terrestrial Sea, Origin of All Waters. Mm-hmm. They say, hello travelers, there are many mysterious things waiting to be discovered in the waters of Fontaine. Let's find out more. Uh, so this is a publication. They even have a picture of literally like a mechanical pelican. Yeah, super cool actually. I like it. Yeah. All right. Fontaine, the Nation of Justice, welcomes every guest from afar. Fontaine is located in the center of Tavat. Use the teleport waypoint that has been unlocked for travelers northeast of the realm of Farakvert and ride the wave rider to arrive in Fontaine. So this is like in the north uh, northeast part of the desert that you mm-hmm. probably can, the farthest you can go to. So it's right above and to the right of the hills of Barsum. Yeah. Uh, you do need to complete act uh, 
Act 3, Song of the Dragon and Freedom to unlock this teleport waypoint. We already kind of talked about this. Mm, you uh, enter, yeah, yeah. Enter the Romaritime Harbor and board the Aquabus. Let's admire the landscapes of Fontaine together. Uh, so the Aquabus will then go through the Poisson Tunnel. And that will bring you to the Opera e- Ep- Epic. Oh, boy. Epiclus? Yeah. Good enough. Uh, which is basically like, <laughs> good enough, you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, it's literally like the big castle part of Fontaine. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. We, we got the image of it. I was like in the first teaser for Fontaine, I think. Yeah. Um, and then once you go through there, you will arrive at the majestic court of Fontaine. This post is, it's actually pretty sweet. Like they have hand drawings of each kind of like major location in Fontaine. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool looking. Um, a story that has never been heard, a legend that has been forgotten, like a lost kingdom sunken beneath the waves, yearning for a bar to sing its drowned songs. At the top of the waterfall in the depths of the capital atop the terrestrial sea, the curtain softly rises on the start of the adventure's next chapter. Uh, they say the chief editor of the Steambird, you uh, Euphrasie, has also prepared some gadgets for travelers from afar. Accumulate Fontaine reputation to obtain them. Uh, number one, we have the crystal fly trap, a device used to capture crystal flies mm-hmm. after you insert the specific materials. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's nifty. Yep. A device that can provide a strong lifting force for the wind glider user. This is the wind-powered wind generator. Uh, okay. That's such a weird name, but okay. Yeah. How is this any different than the fan that we have? Or I guess maybe... Did, did we get the fan from a from an event? I think so. So maybe so. This yeah, this is, is like, just a like a permanent way to get that. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you know what? Actually, we're wrong. If we reread that again, it provides a strong lifting force. So I would think that it will boost you up when you use it, like upwards. When you're already gliding. Yes, I oh, think when you're okay. gliding and you use it, it's gonna like boost you up into the air. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Uh, and then we have Wings of Merciful, Wrathful Waters. And these are the, uh, this is the wing glider for Fontaine. Looks really good. Yeah, looks definitely good. I like it. Um, that's it for edition number one. Edition number two, Underwater Exploration Guide. Um, shows some images that we got from the live stream program. Uh, nothing seriously new. Yeah. Uh, it says, when moving underwater, travelers may encounter various kinds of assistance and resistance, but sometimes, when heading towards an unknown destination, there will be even more surprises in stock for you. Uh, we have currents. Enter these strong and fast water currents and go with the flow to arrive at your destination. We have high-pressure water vents that can spray out underwater currents. If you have the armored crab shield from an armored crab, you can avoid being carried away and resist the current. Uh, when exhausted from moving and fighting underwater, pay attention to your surroundings. There might be a recovery orb nearby that can help you out. Touching such energy-emitting blocks will restore aquatic stamina and HP, uh, which is those fish that we talked about that were like kind of highlighted when we first got the the very first teaser. Yeah. Um, we have the echoing conch. After such a device is triggered, it will release sound waves to help you detect invisible objects nearby or discover clues. So this is very 
similar to like um, the ones that we got in the I believe that's is that Inazuma? Yeah. With the invisible puzzles, yeah. Uh, we have the fantastical floating ball, a mysterious sphere-shaped device that will move when affected by high-pressure water currents or other factors alike to such. The ring device will be activated upon contact with the sphere. Pretty self-explanatory there. Mm. While exploring, if you encounter puzzles that you can't seem to solve using your own abilities, try finding nearby xenochromatic creatures to borrow abilities from. So again, this is using those... Uh, powers underwater to absorb the abilities of the creatures that are underwater with us to complete puzzles so um yeah and then it says for more information about xenochromatic creatures see the steambird special edition four but there is no four right now so we're just going to cover number three yeah uh i think this is the more interesting one out of the three numa and wisa and their mutual annihilation so these are about the energies that we're going to be uh, working with in Fontaine. Mm-hmm. Numa and Wisa are the properties contained in the life forms, earth, air, and watery veins of Fontaine. Basically the force. Yeah. The collision between energies of different properties causes annihilation and the production of greater energies. It is this principle that powers many clockwork mecha. Of course, the power supply of these mecha is unstable resulting in Numa or Wisa-aligned energy states. Attacks with the opposite alignment can be used to overload and disable their power supplies. Um, Fontanian characters may trigger additional Numa or Wisa attacks when attacking. We have Numa Wisa block. Oh god, this is going to (laughs) be so confusing. In the wilderness of Fontaine, you can find energy blocks that are naturally occurring or artificially created and are separated into Numa blocks and Wisa blocks. After collecting an energy block, your next normal, charged, or plunging attack will, upon hit, release the energy stored within them. Uh, It says, Wisa and Numa attacks can change the combat actions of Mecha that actively attacked adventurers in in the wilderness. Um, and it says you can observe energy blocks with Numa or Wisa characteristics to know how many more annihilation reactions are needed to overcharge and disable the machine. Uh, with the aid of these energy blocks, characters can unleash Numa or Wisa energies even while underwater. Mm-hmm. Some of these look super weird. Like these puzzles just kind of look like they don't belong. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. The one with the, the thing surrounding the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that one looks very odd. Yeah, it's so weird to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, During your adventures, you will often come across mechanisms with Wisa or Numa characteristics that can either alter states, uh, provide powerful buffs to opponents, store unexpected items. So, like, you're destroying, like, pillars, Mm -hmm. kind of like you're destroying, like, stones or something to unlock a chest. Uh, Help embark on an aerial voyage. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you'll use that on, like, the airships, I guess. That's, like, a kind of like an airship from Final Fantasy or something like that. So Yeah. How do you feel about this? Because I know you have, like, your thoughts on a lot of things (laughs) that we're going to cover in the second half. But, like, about this, like, what what do you think? So, um, you know, I I do like when they create new mechanics um, to make, certain things more interesting especially like in new regions like they always have you know a new little thing that they use but this one is definitely different 
um, it can affect combat, which is the big thing for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like that only Fontaine characters can use this. I, I Why? It actually really annoys me because it's forcing you to put Fontaine characters into teams. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm sure a lot of people want that, but I don't feel like anyone should be forced to play certain characters. If someone has invested tons of money to have a, a team that they love, right, and it does not include Fontaine characters or never will include Fontaine characters, they're going to have a lot of trouble in this region. And I feel mm-hmm. like as time goes on in this region, this mechanic is only going to become more and more important, and it's going to eventually become a hindrance to a gatekeeper. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's going to be some content straight up that you will not be able to beat unless you can utilize these mechanics. So those kinds of things are very frustrating to me. It's not the first game to try to do this, but it's it's a way to try to make sure that people use the new characters that they put out and let's be real, I think it's also having, I mean, it has something to do with, you know, wanting more money. Like, I am one of those people that's like, you know, games do want to make money at the end of the day. And I respect that, but I just don't like this method of it. Because it feels really like, uh, yeah, well, I know you maxed out all those characters that you really loved before. But uh, you're going to have to at least get one more and max them out too. Because, um, you know, you got to have at least one Fontaine character in your team. So you're going to have to resituate everything that you knew find a new team whatever some people like that but i don't know i just don't think anyone should ever have their hand forced in that situation so that's my take on it is what it is i'm still gonna get fontaine characters so it's not terrible like but uh it is just a reality of the situation so i think you have a extremely good point because at face value i feel like a lot of people immediately understood oh we have this new mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to have two characters that can use each element. This is why they're giving us a free Lynette. Right. So Lynette will have one. The Hydro Traveler will have another. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you don't need to pull, which right. I feel like people would freak out over if the, if you had to pull Very true. To, yeah. to do these mechanics. So at face value, you think about that and you're like, oh, they're giving it to us for free. Sure. But you're not thinking about what Pharaoh said is... You're stuck using those two characters mm-hmm. if you don't like any of the other Fontaine characters. Yeah. And you're you're forcing them into your teams. Like, right. So, like, especially for someone who's, like, free-to-play, right? Because mm-hmm. if someone's free-to-play, you have them using Hydro Traveler and Lynette in almost every party mm-hmm. while exploring Fontaine. And this is a huge mechanic to only have in the first area of Fontaine. Right. And for someone who's free to play and wants to save for, I don't know, to like C6 the Natlan Archon, mm-hmm. you're like kind of like nudging those players to spend their Prima Gems in Fontaine mm-hmm. because you know they're going to get sick and tired of playing Hydro Traveler, which to be fair, Hydro uh, Traveler has gotten better and better. Mm hmm. As updates have gone on, but arguably, Traveler is no A or S tier character. No, still, still not like high meta. No, right. And Lynette, who is just way, it's too far into the game where Lynette is going to be a staple in almost every team, like Shang Ling, 
Sing Cho, uh, Fischl, like all those earlier characters had a role, like a specific role that they played, and that's why they're so good. Mm -hmm. And now the characters coming out are just too niche, which is fine, but I don't know. I I think the the best way for them to do this, it's not even a good way, honestly, is for them to allow the hydro traveler to switch between energies but mm-hmm. i think even um, then, i think that no matter what like this would still be an interesting mechanic interesting new mechanic with it still being able to be activated by anyone i i like yeah. they gate block or they gated it for fontaine characters purely to make sure that people used fontaine characters like so that's the thing like my specific situation is like I've toned down my spending on this game quite a bit, but I have so many other characters and team comps that I love that I literally now have to strong arm these characters into them, even when they're not going to work very well. All the synergies that I had with those team comps are not going to apply. Like I can I can make do, right? But basically I'm gonna be, you know, with a, a C six this and a C six that and then a crappy rinky dink free to play character, and um, so of course I'm going to have to spend on Fontaine characters to get them up to par with my other characters, just so I can use this mechanic freely. So like those are the things that I guess ugh, it's very irritating, but you know. Yeah, I think the other thing is. is is yeah, I think the other <clears throat> thing is that we don't even know which energies the characters are going to use. So what mm-hmm. happens if you have two Fontaine characters that you really want and you're saving your Prima Gems for and you're free to play and you're not wailing or you're you're not trying to get every single character like me? What mm-hmm. happens when the two characters that you actually want to use are the same energy type? Didn't they, like, that's going to well, feel well, like crap. Isn't it just... Is it Fontaine characters? I thought it was Fontaine characters could activate either. It didn't matter. Like It wasn't um, connected to one type of power no i think the general understanding right now is that one fontanian character can can use one certain kind of energy mm. uh, i and mean like another fontaine character will control a different type of energy i didn't take it as that but if that is the case that's just even worse because i thought it was already bad <laughs> as <it was> before because <laughs> it was just gating it one way now it's gating it two ways so that is that's definitely worse, um, right? And I think, and you know, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But yeah, and it, here's the thing: from what I've read from other people, that is the case because I mm-hmm. couldn't even understand anything that they were talking about because in the live stream, the English closed captioning wasn't working, so I had to right. I had to read it in French, which I'm like weary on. But at least I can like get by and get like necessary information from. Mm-hmm. So I I missed out and I honestly quite frankly like just haven't had the time to go back and re-listen to it but yeah well I mean I like know. that that sucks even more cuz even yeah the way I had it like it already really sucked so that's just <laughs> that's just bad news like I really hopefully I don't think they will but I I just would really want them to do you see an issue with if any any character could activate this cuz you would still use this mechanic all the time like, it's a battle advantage. Who wouldn't use the mechanic? Why does it matter if a Fontaine character has to touch it, you know? Yeah. Um, either, I'm not really that worried. It, to me, it doesn't really affect me because if I have to use Hydro Traveler and Lynette and my team, mm-hmm. so be it. And eventually I'll pull Fontaine characters because there's a ton that I love. 
mm-hmm. and I'll pull them and I'll use them and then I'll just use them instead. But it's like kind of weird to me that there's just this completely new energy that they added mm-hmm. and none of the other unless I'm blind and I rush through the content too quick, which I'm known to do uh, since I was trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. But, like, none of the Fontaine NPCs that came to, like, Inazuma or any of the other areas for events that brought, like, mechanical, like, toys or, uh, I don't know, they did some other mechanical, like, like event or whatever. Mm-hmm. They never, like, mentioned any of this. And it's just weird yeah, that, no. like, this is the first time we're hearing about this energy. Like, to me, it's just more lore-breaking than anything, which I get it. Like, it's it doesn't break the lore because, just because they just announced it now. But it's just weird to me. Right. No, I, I agree. Like, it seems like it's kind of a big deal. And yet, we've never heard anything about it before. But, um, yeah, you know. Is what it is. We'll see how it goes. But, and yeah, for a lot of us, it's not going to make a difference. Like, I'm still regardless of this like i was still gonna buy fontaine characters and everything so it will be okay for me but i just feel bad for a lot of other people out there who are tighter lipped on the wallet or did invest a lot and don't want to invest anymore those kinds of people because that that does genuinely suck so yeah okay we have new details on Linny, who is a five-star pyro bow user mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel about Linny? we didn't really talk about Linny. so um <laughs> I swear, oh, I love this game, people. I love the game. <laughs> uh, there's, there's so really let no- me guess. Yeah. This to you, this is a pyro Tignari. Um, like no. as far as like not his kit, but like as far as like how you like him and how you view him. No, 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 no. Actually, not at all. I actually really like him as a character. Um, I think he's really cool. His voice doesn't annoy me or anything like that. Um, he doesn't seem to have a you know, I don't know, like. I didn't like his attitude or personality before for Tignari, so. Uh, but this guy seems cool, so I, I like him. The one thing that I just was like, ugh, it's right there, why didn't you do this? I wish he would have threw cards as his arrows. Like, I'm like, be a gambit, bro. Like, why can't they just do that for, like, it, literally it would have just been, you know, a a graphic exchange. It would have operated exactly like a bow, you know what I mean? Oh, so you're talking about, like, Hazo, who kind of, like, punches and kicks wind. Right. Or how, like, Mika does a normal attack but doesn't use his polearm. He uses his crossbow. You wanted him to throw cards yeah, it for, w- instead of shooting his bow. It's literally, it's literally like, it's as close for a one-for-one one as you could possibly imagine. Like, on, on some of the other ones, you have to stretch further. Like, yeah. But this one's literally, like, you throw a card, it operates like a bow. Like, I mean, come on. Uh, so I was really annoyed whenever they, I'm like, it's a magician who does a bunch of stuff with cards. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. He's going to pull a bow out of nowhere, please. Like, so. You know the, uh, yeah. you know, like, I can see the normal attack animation mm-hmm. with the cards. Mm-hmm. And then you know how, like, when you do a charge attack, you get, like, that over-the-shoulder, yeah. like, third-person view? Yeah. I could see him just, like, holding a card, like, sideways while aimed, and then you see the aim, mm-hmm. and then when you let go, he, like, throws it. Yep. Like, and like oh that would be instantly sick, actually instantly coolest character right there so yeah. i i was just it was upsetting because it's like i've never seen anything more obvious than this so i was not upset that they didn't pick this that being said though i like his character a lot um i think uh he's going to be 
I wouldn't say like super strong, but I think he's going to be definitely usable. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think you know he's a he's a cool character outside of that. I just uh, I just almost wish that someone from Genshin would just listen to this and just go in right before they launch it and just yeah. change that out. Oh God. I didn't say that <laughs> word. Um, <laughs> sorry. And just to change that out for a card. That's all I want. So, yeah. Yeah. Is what it is. Good point, though. That I Honestly, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um. Okay. Linny is going to obviously use the Pyro Amethyst gems uh, for Ascension Materials. Mm-hmm. There's a new flower that you can uh, uh, gather in Fontaine. There, he's going to use the insignias, the lieutenant's insignia, uh, uh, enemy drop for ascension materials and talent level up materials. Uh, but as far as ascension materials, those are those three. And then there's a new one with a question mark, which is going to be the boss material. You can almost guarantee it's going to be the pyro crab. Yeah. Uh, talent level up materials, obviously a new, since we're in a new region, going to mm-hmm. use a new talent level up material from a, a completely different domain that we haven't seen yet. Gotta love like it. Like I said, the, yep. The insignias, and then he's going to use the boss, uh, the weekly boss drop from the, uh, oh boy, Apep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you gave your thoughts on on Lenny. Yeah. Um, Do you like him or? I like him. His animations are cool, although mm-hmm. like he spins the bow, right? Um, it looks really cool, but yeah, man. Now that you said that, like I kind of can't. I can't see the um i can't see unsee like the cards being thrown yeah it's uh i'll say say this right now if anyone from mihoyo is listening if you change it i will c6 him day one guaranteed c6 i want to see this (laughs) so make it happen and i promise you i will do that yeah um so now, his other animations, like his burst and everything, I think look great. Uh, his burst actually looks sick. Yeah. Um, because the, you have the animation, and then you, like, control the cat afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really cool. Now... I, I would like, say it's, like, amazing, but it's, you know, it's interesting. It something. fits the bill, and it, and it fits his aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now... Uh, I think the one thing that's important to know is that if you want to cancel the animation for him being in the uh, in the cat and you want to cancel the burst because uh, you need to like reset your rotation or anything, you can actively cancel it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how you can cancel it, I don't really know how. Maybe by sprinting or something, which kind of sucks because you could misclick or something like if you're playing on mobile, but I, I don't know how that's going to exactly work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you go down to talents, uh, you get the arc energy that he uh, has, and it is Numa. So yeah, I think this is a confirmation that each character is going to control a different type of energy. Uh, so yeah, Lenny's going to yeah. have Numa, um, and it says at certain intervals the prop arrow will cause a spirit breath thorn to descend upon its hit location, dealing Numa aligned pyro damage. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's about it. They have some like lore bits and stuff like that, but honestly, uh, I'm gonna leave that out. But yeah, Linny looks like uh, look a great character. Yeah, it's just a shame that it's a safer bet for me to pull Yelan than to pull for him. So yeah, 
Okay. New artifacts uh, for as the light, light rain falls without reason. These new artifacts are going to be a full... Uh, both have four-star and five-star options. Merochose Hunter. The two-piece set bonus is normal and charge attack damage, plus 15%. Uh, and then the four-piece set, when current HP increases or decreases, crit rate will be increased by 12% for five seconds, max three stacks. So mm -hmm. I think this is huge because mm -hmm. I think this set kind of puts you off from having a shield. Yeah. Which I think is honestly kind of cool. Yeah, it's a risk-reward set for sure. So. Yeah. There is some use to that. Hu Tao would, you know, be able to put this one to use. No, Hu Tao wouldn't because you want the shield. Oh, well, yeah, that is actually true. This I, would be good for yeah, I Shao, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking of the HP increase or decrease, but yeah, you're right. You you do yeah. need shield. Yeah, I think, I think it's cool. I don't know how good it's going to be. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, as far as the aesthetic of the set, it looks cool. Everything's made out of like the mechanized stuff that you see around Fontaine, so I think that's neat. Mm -hmm. We have the Golden Trope. Two-piece set increases elemental skill damage by 20%. And then a four-piece set that increases elemental skill damage by 25%. So that's... Um, so that is 45% uh, total, right? Mm-hmm. And then additionally, when not on the field, elemental skill damage will be further increased by 25%. So you are talking about a 70% increased elemental skill damage bonus. This effect will be clear two seconds after taking the field. So uh, I think uh, this is a extremely good set for official because yeah. you kind of just throw her elemental skill out and... Bada bing, bada boom. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how many other characters there are that this would work great for. I'm sure there's a bunch that I can't think of off the top of my head, but, um, but yeah, yeah. No, this this would be perfect for her. So definitely yeah. a good one. Lots of other options, I'm sure, but um, can't think of any right now off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, and I, I think that you know, I I think it's really going to come down for her is that. I think a lot of people use Thundering Fury or Thunder Soother, which is yeah. mostly just like increased electro damage. Mm -hmm. So I don't know which which is going to be better for her, honestly, but well, we'll see. Yeah, we have new details on the new five star weapon, which would uh, be uh, Lenny's uh, five star best in slot option that's going to be on the weapon banner. Uh, this is based on a level ninety and r refinement rank one weapon. We have the first great magic bow, crit damage sixty six point two percent. Not the best crit damage stat stick that I've seen on yeah. a five star weapon, but low. still pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, I think that crit damage is is huge. Base attack six oh eight. Uh, also not the highest base attack either. Yeah. So kind of, kind of not low, not mediocre, but definitely not the best. Yeah, the effect is nice though. Yep, so we have Parsifal the Great. Damage dealt by charge attacks increased by 16%. For every party member with the same elemental type as the wielder, including the wielder themselves, you gain one gimmick stat. For every party member with a different elemental type from the wielder, you gain one theatric stack. When the wielder has one, two, or three or more gimmick stacks, 
Attack will be increased by 16, 32, and 48%. When the wielder has 1, 2, 3, or more theatric stacks, movement speed will be increased by 4, 7, and 10%. Uh, this is a stage prop once used by a past great magician. So there's your little lore bit for the weapon, Pharaoh, if that makes you feel any better. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yep. Um, its final secret was that it was also a weapon beyond the pale. Don't know what that means. Hmm. Um, beyond the abyss, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, not sure. Who knows? What do you, um, what do you think about the effect behind it? I like it. I don't think anyone's really going to be using it for the um, the theatrics. But the, Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, unless they were like, you do... Unless they come out with like an artifact set, honestly, that will... Um, basically scale damage off of movement speed. Yeah. Then chances are, and it would have to massively scale. Like exactly, to yeah, to yeah. to make it worth it. Yeah. So I don't think that this is. I I, I like it, but this is a you're putting, um, three pyro characters and Kazuwa on a team, basically. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's the thing. There's a lot like. This this actually could be a very good weapon, but it's just incredibly specific. Yeah. So you really have to, you know, have a team that you love that that fits into this very specific bill um, quite well in order to really get the potential out of it. And if you are not doing that, not worth it. Yep. So the essential materials for this weapon are the fragment of an ancient cord, drop of tainted water, and transoceanic pearl. Mm -hmm. uh, etc. So there's probably going to be more in there as well. But the three main ones that you're going to have to gather and farm for, use resin, blah, 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 all new. So we have no idea where to get these. I'm assuming most of them will be from uh, monster drops and then a new domain. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, this is the Honestly, this is the piece of news that I was the most excited for. <laughs> um, Genshin Invocation or Genius Invocation TCG Tournament Cardbacks. Uh, let's learn more about TCG tournament cardbacks and how to get them. So they have two different cardbacks. They have the Dragon Spine Traces. It's a very pretty purple uh, cardback. This is won by achieving excellent results in certain Genius Invocation TCG tournaments. Uh, how to obtain meet any of the requirements in one of the following Genius Invocation TCG tournaments. You can win three victories during a single season of the officially authorized Genshin Invocation TCG Community Competition. Cat's Tail Gathering between Season 3 and Season 5, and win one victory in any of the 2023 Astra Carnival The Prince Cup Wildcard Competitions. That Prince Cup Wildcard Competition, that is, I believe, uh, JP and Korean only. Mm -hmm. uh, now, as far as the Cat's Tail Gathering, I'm assuming that this is going to be an in-game competition. Yeah, I would think so. It's not like some... like a. I mean, I know it's official, but I, I don't know how... I mean, let's keep reading. Maybe it'll it'll tell us. I don't us. think official um, has anything to do with this. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've used that joke like five times. All right. <laughs> you go ahead. Um, about the Prince Cup honorary card back. So this is like the Dragon Spine purple one, except it's gold instead of purple. has like two blue gems and a crown on it. looks very cool. Um, this is a card back won by achieving outstanding results in the 2023 Astra Carnival, the Prince Cup Genius Invocation TCG Tournament. 
um, in which you need to finish in the top eight in any of those competitions. I, um, I actually, you know what? I guess the they are not obtainable in uh, in game. Hmm. Um. Although, well, yeah. So you can't you can't get them in game. Uh, but you can join the official Discord, which I believe is the Genshin Impact Tavern, which is the uh, official Genius Invocation Discord. Um, I don't know. Apparently, applying procedure is like kind of convoluted, but uh, yeah, I guess that's probably your best bet. Yeah, you could join the other twelve people in that Discord. No, that Discord is bumping. Actually, <laughs> is it really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty bumping. Um, I I don't know. I want to do this so bad because I'm a huge collector and I actually like the TCG. You should, yeah. Um, I think I might. And here's the thing: is that I could put my nose to the grindstone and literally learn every single character coming out and learn mm-hmm. every single card, and probably do pretty well. I don't know if I'd be able to get to the top eight. Right. But I feel like I could definitely win three matches mm-hmm. in a single season. And it has to be between three different seasons. Season three, four, and five. I feel like I could do that. Yeah. I mean, I we'll feel... We'll see. I don't I know. would be interested to watch it regardless. But, um, yeah, I think that you would fare pretty well. I think... I feel like Sino if I do this. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... Mm-hmm. I'm going to get, like, actually really into it and probably really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> no other way to win. You, you should definitely do True, that. true. <laughs> if you're not winning, you're losing. Exactly. Is that, is that the saying? Oh, no, it's... No, uh, if you're not first, you're last. Is that the yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, but that's uh, for the news. Uh, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. Uh, Pharaoh's going to... I'm going to ask Pharaoh a couple questions based on what we've seen in Fontaine so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what he thinks about all the characters and stuff like that because we haven't talked to him about that mm-hmm. um, and then we're going to do question of the week and then we'll wrap up the show back from our break now i want to know like your number one character that you saw in that trailer that we got for mm-hmm. like all the that when they showed all the characters because i don't think we talked about them yet with you right so which one are you most excited like your top two my top two um yeah i don't I, Maybe I so if you can't rem- see that. Well, like, all right. So let me go back to that YouTube video, I guess, because I I need to see it again because I only remember a couple. I don't remember there being a whole bunch. So, oh let's start- yeah, okay, all right. So let's start with Lenny and Lynette. Obviously, we know they're like the the duo, even mm-hmm. though they're not the two characters being right. in one character like we thought they were going to be, but. Uh, right. We already kind of know your feelings on them. Though. Right. I mean, I uh, can tell Charlotte... you right now. All right, well, keep okay. going. Keep going. Keep going. 
Okay, Charlotte, like, I think you kind of already gave your, your thoughts on Charlotte as well. Yeah. Okay. So no good. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go next to the one that was shown after that, and that's Navia. She is the top left corner that is, like, Geo-Lisa. Yeah. So, really like the character design. She would be number... Man, it's, it's tough. I'd, I'd probably say... She's certainly not one or two, but she would probably be number three because I really like Geo. So, mm-hmm. yeah, probably three. Okay. Yeah, I think, honestly, she's probably my first or second. Like, my first or second spots really? are tied. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Well, she's also very attractive, so there's that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. The next one would have been... Uh, Nuvier, who is in the top right corner, you would have saw him walking out of a door. Yeah, so I think he'd probably be four for me. Okay. Oh, wow, four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, I kind of have an idea of, of where we're going. <laughs> um, now, the next one is Clorinde, bottom left corner. Yeah, that one's, um, that's low on the totem pole. <gasps> no way. Musket Mama's low for you? Yeah, I don't care for it. She reminds me of Caitlyn. From League, so no, thank you. Oh, true. You're absolutely right. Wow, only you would draw that parallel. <laughs> yeah, she... Uh, I like her. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, yeah, I think she, I think she's really cool. She That's who's probably my number one and two tied. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dang. Okay, well, I want to see what you think about this next character. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the child character. She, she looks like a Melusine-ish character Mm -hmm. which is so she's not human but what do you think of her um i mean i don't know probably what was it five i guess for me oh okay all right yeah i actually really like her design honestly like she she doesn't look i think the thing for me is that she doesn't look human yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she looks like she's a different... And now she might just be human, because that actually might be her hair and not actually, like, ears, like mm-hmm. a lot of the characters are. But I, like, she doesn't look human, and she doesn't look... She looks like she's from, like, the North Pole, like a nurse from the North Pole. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know what it is, but I, I really like her design. You have a very specific I kink. I get it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Please don't do that to me on the show. <laughs> oh, man. You feel free to take that. Out I if feel you want. violated. <laughs> All right. I've never um, been so seen. <laughs> the, uh, moving on, the next character would have been the character that uh, she interacts with, which is mm-hmm. Rothsley, uh, who is the gothic uh, like mix of Dea and Deluc. Yeah. So that's, yeah, right there. You're talking about bottom middle, right? Uh, bottom right. Oh, the bottom right. Wait, that's a that's a girl. No, that's a guy, Rothsley. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you said goth chick. Um, okay. Oh, so, if I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So that's number two for me right there because uh, okay, uh, he reminds me of a character from League of Legends called Set, and Set is okay. top two favorite characters for me in League. So nice. Um, so you're gonna see six him then? Is that, is that I won't see saying? six him, but I'll see two of him. Okay. Ooh, He's a C2, okay. yeah. 
Well, you know what? Your word means nothing to me because you said you were going to see two Sino as well, yeah. and I kind of well, fell through the floor. <laughs> they screwed that up, not me. So I don't know, man. If if have you used Sino with Nahida? It's pretty dang. No, I, good. I have. I have a C two Sino now since his uh, rerun. Oh, you do? Yeah. You know, I, fun I just fact, didn't mean. <laughs> I just didn't get him on the first run because at the time we didn't know what was up with Nahida. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, fair, fair. fair. Yeah, fun fact, Pharaoh and I still don't have each other added in Genshin. <laughs> Which is not, it, it's, I literally don't have anyone added, like, because I never can even consider it like a multiplayer game. I just hop yeah. on, play single player whenever I want. So, yeah. And then I just um, invade Rando's <laughs> worlds for material. <laughs> but I ask first, like a gentleman, at least. So there's that. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, second to last, we have the Archon. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, uh, oh man, what's her name? Folklore. Or, no, it's not Folklores. It's Fakalers? Fakalers or something like that. They pronounced it weird. It was another uh, Sumeru Sumeru uh, uh, ordeal. Wait, wait, wait. This, wait. The Archon's wait. in the middle. Are we looking oh. at the same image? Oh, no, no, no. We are. I thought you were talking before. Oh, that's that's worse now. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking before about the one that you were like Alaskan woman or whatever. Who? Alaskan you, you, woman? Yeah, you said like something about like an Alaskan nurse or something. Oh, yeah, North Pole. Yeah, I she's thought you, the one on the... I thought you were talking about the middle chick, not... Oh, man, we are so lost right now. So, well, that makes... I mean, I don't know what she... I don't remember what she looks like in-game was... But now I, I understand why you were like, <laughs> no to this. She's, <laughs> no, she's from like the North Pole because she's like getting red and green. And Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, that makes so much more sense now, your reaction to that. Okay. Um, yeah, so she would probably be, so she would be five for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, who would be five for you? This chick. The Archon. The Archon? Yeah. Oh, so is is Little North Pole Girl above or below her? No, she's below. I don't, oh, okay. care. I don't okay. care for her whatsoever. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, wait, did you when you watch the trailer, did you remember, like, how she kind of... I mean, her, that picture kind of says it all about how, mm-hmm. like, she's acting. Like, how'd you like her personality? Uh, it was interesting. Yeah, she was, like, totally disinterested and kind of bored of the situation, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so it was, you know... I don't know, it wasn't anything so, like super unique, but yeah. So before we move on to the last character, mm-hmm. um, who may or may not be playable, we don't really know, but uh, what me and Rand talked about, we're kind of on the same page, is that um, when we go to Fontaine, you know, we have uh, this, um, we're in the Nation of Justice, so we're we are most likely going to be put on trial. That's at least what I think. Um, um, where Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, where Nuvier is going, who's in the red chair, mm-hmm. is going to we. I think personally, um, that he Celestia's got their hand in his pocket, and he is not like the other Archons, where they're like gonna like get rid of their gnosis. Like, mm-hmm. I think this next character is there to take it by force, right? And and they're not going to be like Venti, where he gets kicked and he's kind of like, oh, yeah, don't take oh my, my gnosis and. Not going to be like Nahida, where she exchanged it for information. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this guy is going to be like, "No, you have committed crimes against Celestia, and I'm gonna, you're going to be brought to justice." Basically, yeah. 
So that's my idea. But uh, Arlecchino, mm-hmm. if she becomes playable, is this your number one? Numero uno, baby. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All about it. What, what do you feel about Arlecchino being uh, Roth, uh, Rothsley's sister? I mean, I'm cool. How do you with feel it? about that? You think that's possible? Oh, I, I thought you were saying like you've like heard you know secrets behind the scenes. Oh, that, that is the case. no, I don't. Okay, no. so um, it's a new I theory. I don't. I don't see it. You know, nothing's out of the realm of possibility, but I I don't see it. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Let's see. Yeah, I just realm. thought that'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. No, I, I don't see it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Sticking to but it. you're excited for Alicino, and if she's playable, yes. she's your number one. Yes. Hands down. Got it. Easiest thing ever, yeah. Scary in the uh, in the trailer, yeah? Yes, in the best way, yeah. Yeah, like a different kind of scary. Like, Dottore was like this creepy kind mm-hmm. of scary. She is like, uh, oh, we're going to be murdered. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's... Yeah, very good. They did it. They, they played her well, I feel like. She's different um, enough, so that way it feels like there's still, you know, like a, a new kind of thrill there. Um, and it's not just more of the same or anything. So, yeah, I, I like it. Really cool character design. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. And, I mean, a lot of these characters, even the ones that I don't really like that much, you know, um, they, they still look really cool, right? So, and yep. even... Uh, Linny and, and Lynette, like, I I really like them as well, like, for their character designs and everything, too. Like, instead of the only one that I really just don't care at all about would be um, the one in the middle left and then bottom left. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, those two I just really don't care at all about. Yeah, I don't remember the the little girl character's name, but Clorinde is the bottom one on the left. Yeah. I, um, I mean, unless their character personalities could be super cool and that could change my mind, but... As far as the way they look, I don't care for them. Got it. All right, and then before we move on to question of the week, how did you feel overall about the live stream program? Did you watch it, by the way? I didn't watch it live, no. Oh, but you, but I, you, I didn't, you didn't watch, watch it at all. No, I, I watched the uh, the Spark Notes version of it. Okay how yeah. did how did you feel about what you saw, like the overall world? Loved it. So I yeah, I, I got to see like you know all of the important. I watch you know the videos that go over all of the important stuff basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I got to see all of the good stuff that they showed. I really, really am a fan of this water exploration way more than I thought. Um, yeah. so that's a big thing for me. Like it feels like they're, they're really trying to make that a meaningful addition to the game and not just like another thing to do. Um, right. there's probably specific parts of the mechanics there that I may get tired of, but either way, I think overall it's going to be like a gigantic contribution to the world. Um, and certainly, you know, with making it feel more, not only more real, but also more grand. So that's cool. Um, and the environment itself, like the aesthetics of it, um, you know, uh, above ground, very cool as well. The characters look interesting. They have their unique styles. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all about it. I think it, it looks really fun. The only like I said, the only questionable part that I have on all of this is just the the new mechanic with the, the two forces. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, fair. Fair. Yeah, I, I saw the videos of the 
of the underwater exploration, no breathing mechanic, and I mm-hmm. thought, oh, Pharaoh's going to be happy about that. Yep. <laughs> um, and then I saw, you know, you have the currents that help you out. They make you go faster. Exactly. Um, and the combat underwater makes sense that you're not going to be able to use reactions, and it, it kind of, like, it, it shows that they really thought about it, and they didn't just, like, oh, it's a reaction-based game. We need to have reactions underwater, and then, like, implemented it, but right. even though it didn't make sense, but it... it it seems like they really do care about how they're doing it. And if it doesn't make sense, they leave it out. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Question of the week. This week's question is by Ran, who is not here today on Hmm. our podcast. Ran asked if you could incorporate any of our current mini games, such as fishing and cooking into a full event, which would you use and how would you use them? Boy, oh boy. Um, so they kind of already did, like, you could argue, they've like, done this TCG on any tournament. I mean, or on, on all of them, I feel like, at some point, right? Kind of, but they're kind of weak. So maybe, yeah. like, let's say, like, how if, if they already did do it, how would you improve it? I mean, so one thing that I would do with... Um, I mean, fishing stands out to me as something that you could do way more with than what they have. Mm-hmm. So... Especially going into, like, more underwater use now. Like, I really want, like, some big game fishing. You know what I mean? So I think that if they could do something like that, like, almost kind of, like, sea monster worthy and, like, get some, like, like, I'm talking, like, you know, like, even big boats and stuff like that. Different than the boat that we currently have. But, like, some big boats that, like, with some really sturdy looking fishing rods and go for some crazy big game sea monsters like i don't know i think like that kind of stuff would be really really cool as an event i'd have a lot of fun with that and you know fishing for what it is right now is just very redundant (laughs) and boring so i feel like they need to spice it up in some way anyways yeah i could see them having us go on like even like the alcor with like beto and going on like a fishing trip in like fontaine or something yeah for sure and then like fishing up like you said like bigger fish like shark or mm-hmm. like anything like that or like even different kinds of creatures that yeah, like, we haven't creatures. had before yeah yeah and then i think like even being able to put them like arguably like we keep talking about uh people are wondering like oh are, when are we going to get our fontaine teapot are we going to be able to go underwater in our fontaine teapot mm-hmm. and i think it's possible yeah um and then even like putting those big catches like in the teapot yeah that'd be super cool like right off like the bat i feel like one would be like a pretty cool one would be if like you could get in the boat that you have right now right and you could fish in that and it would like literally pull your boat and you would have to spend like a long time like really trying to reel it in to through various obstacles or something like that um and yeah you could like you know make it go on for quite a bit and have like this big kind of sea monster thing that you're catching so that there's there's definitely lots of stuff there that that they could you know work with um cooking stuff would be interesting if they really diversify like something with um like you creating meals you know what i mean mm. yeah like, so you create your own recipe yeah so i feel like if they really had a dynamic system for ingredients set out like this plus this equals that and you know so on more uh uh complex than that but like those kind of systems um you could definitely do some really cool food stuff and 
like a make your own kind of thing and have it apply like certain stats from a stat pool or something like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think one of the things that I really want is um like an event that's kind of like diner dash mm-hmm. where it's like you oh, create meals cool. yeah. but as fast as you can and mm-hmm. it just gets faster and faster and you see how long you can go. Yeah. Um like th- we had that with the brewing event but it was so slow and like so yeah. like monotonously easy that yeah. it kind of didn't matter. Yeah. But like a challenging one. No, I totally agree. There's um in Nikkei right now there's actually a game that is like very much like that. It's a little mini game. And um yeah, if they did that in this game, I think it'd be super cool, especially since the food system, you know, has um a lot of diversity to it already. So it would be really mm-hmm. cool to play around with. So yeah, I would definitely be down for that. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I don't know mm-hmm. like how else to like implement cooking into it other than like I'm pretty sure there already is, like, a story with, like, a cooking competition. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, to your point, like, you could easily add a story to that, right? Like, there is a cooking competition, like, in Sumeru or something, and you have all these characters coming together, like, Shang Ling and other, the other characters that actually have, like, the cooking passive. Right. And have them come in, and you are basically in the competition against these characters making a bunch of different dishes, and they bring back NPCs to, like, be the judges and you get a limited edition like event exclusive recipe that like you'd only get if you were if you did that like because they love their limited time events and their limited time rewards that's true like just give us a like one recipe that like i don't know that is something useful like Mm -hmm. uh i don't know the even if the even if you can only make one a month and it like gives you like 40 like 40 resin Mm mm-hmm like a food recipe that replenishes your resin. Like I feel like that'd be sick. Yeah. No, that would be that would be very cool. That you can only use once a month. Yeah. I mean, like I'd be fine with something like that because it's, it's it's meaningful enough to be like, oh, I'm so glad I have this, but it's not impactful to the point where like it's game breaking compared to everyone right. else. You know. So yeah. yeah, that would be definitely cool. I would I would go for any of those. It's a good idea, so they won't do it exactly that's how genshin works (laughs) okay uh patreon shout out we have muffy nyanko flame dj aegis soupy ran penguin Raichia, insomnia sam and alan thank you guys for supporting the show it's greatly appreciated um as a disclaimer i'm probably going to be ending the patreon uh number one because while i love that you guys are supporting the show um i feel like a jerk not doing any bonus content even though we have (laughs) We had just put out an episode with the three podcast hosts from all the other pod, uh, Genshin podcasts. It, it's just I, I feel I feel like kind of like a jerk, honestly. <laughs> um, and um, I appreciate it. I really do. It's just I feel like a jerk. One, we already I already had to stop doing the bonus content just because it became so much. And Pharaoh already understands like mm-hmm. where I'm coming from when it just becomes too much. Um, yeah. So I think I will be ending that. So the Patreon shoutouts will end, but obviously, like you guys know, you have supported the show in more ways than just monetizing, uh, and that means way more than any amount of money. So um, just a quick heads up there if you guys suddenly listen to an episode and it's gone. So yeah. Um. Other than that, that's all I got. I'm sure Fontaine is great. I'm sure we got all the characters that we wanted, right? Something like that. 
Yeah. So when we come back next week, we're going to tell you all about how we were right when we ended this episode of the show. We were right. We got all the characters that we wanted. Uh, we yep. got Yelan in 10 pulls. Pharaoh got Linny in one pull, mm-hmm. you know? Got a double five star, you know? Stuff like that. That is exactly how these things will happen, for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Putting that out in the universe right now. <laughs> um, good luck. I hope you guys all enjoy Fontaine. I know I'm going to be streaming some of it uh, for at least a couple hours when it drops, hopefully, or the day after it drops, I think. I'm um, just exploring and doing stuff like that. So I'm excited. I I, I can't say that I've, I was, I'm have I was more excited for Fontaine than I was for Sumeru, even though Fontaine was the region I was um, I was. It's gonna. I think like since I kind of resonate with water, like mm-hmm. Fontaine is gonna be the one that I think I'm gonna like the most and that I'm right. most excited to see. But honestly, Sumeru just had so much more hype behind it with Dendro. Mm. Fair. Um, but we'll see. I don't know how you feel. Uh, I agree. I mean, like you, you can't really touch the hype of a new element. You know what I mean? Right. So fair. Yeah. So unless they sporad- like spontaneously announce that they're reworking Geo sometime during 4.0. I think that's the only thing that like could and should happen that would bring it up to that level of hype, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, we'll see Dendro will reign supreme I feel like if they don't do something. So yeah. I don't know. But that's neither here nor there. Let's uh that's <laughs> it for the for the end of the episode. Uh we'll see you guys next week. Ad Astra Episodes.